Welcome to Proverbs 31 by Design. My name is Tina Heisman. I help Christian women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can finally experience the joy, peace, passion, success, and fulfillment that they have been seeking in life. So the topic of today's podcast is managing your mind in marriage. But before we get started, I have a little something for you. It is my ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. You can download it for free on my website, tinaheisman.com. I would also like to invite you to my private Proverbs 31 by Design community on Facebook, where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search Proverbs 31 by Design in the Facebook search bar. All right, let's dive in and talk about this awesome topic of managing your mind in marriage. So often, for my clients, I hear stories of things their husbands do that hurt their feelings or make them upset or angry or just simply annoy them, right? Complaints, we all have them in marriage. So the thought process is, though... I would be happier if my husband would do this, or I would be happier if my husband stopped doing that. The problem with this is we can't change other people, right? So we know that. So this leaves us feeling frustrated and unhappy and hopeless sometimes, right? We think, am I always going to have to deal with this or put up with this? And guys, that makes us feel powerless, Because we are putting our happiness in someone else's hands. And I want you to let that sink in. We feel powerless because we are putting our happiness in someone else's hands. So wishing someone else would change to make us happy is literally giving that person the power over our feelings in state of happiness. So then what? Like if we can't change people and we're giving our power away, what can we change? Well, there is something that we can change and that is our thoughts. Stay with me here because I've got a truth for you that might rock your world. Your problem is never the circumstance or the person that you think it is. It is always your thoughts about that person or circumstance. Okay? So your problem is never the circumstance or the person that you think it is. It's always your thoughts about that person or circumstance. So the answer to our problem is that we need to take time to manage our minds. And when we take time to manage our minds, we take control of our lives, we feel happier, and we take our power back and start living the life we want to live. And there is a way to do this where it's so peaceful for everyone involved. It's not chaotic or negative at all. Do you want to know what that is and how that, what that looks like? How about if I share an example with you from a client? So my client Katie and her husband had finally scheduled a long overdue date night. They have three small children and they live in an area without family. And so they are very cautious about who they leave their children with since it's babysitters that aren't family. And so they really didn't have a lot of babysitters over the years of their parenting. So in this circumstance, it had been months since they had a date. 
but they finally got one scheduled, they got a babysitter, and the day finally arrived for the date. So that day, Katie's husband also made plans to participate in a fishing tournament. And he assured Katie that he would be home on time for their date. And you can imagine where this is going, or we wouldn't even be talking about it, am I right? So to make a long story short, he was not home on time. Apparently, one thing led to another at the fishing tournament, and he didn't get home that day until after 6.30, when he was supposed to pick up the babysitter at 5.30. So Katie was really upset, and she was trying to be understanding, but when he finally did come home, she lost her temper and then ended up giving him the cold shoulder for the rest of the night. And so this was definitely not the romantic date night that she had in mind. She was angry and hurt. So Katie brought this to me to work on, and we started by walking through the scenario and trying to first help Katie get in touch with her thoughts and feelings. So what she said was her thoughts were that it was rude and disrespectful and insensitive of him to be that late. And she thought that he should have left the tournament early to get back in time for their date because the date was important. And because he didn't leave, he must not care about her feelings. And speaking of feelings, I asked her about that next. What did those thoughts make her feel? She said she felt sad, angry, disrespected, unimportant, and rejected. Lots of feeling words there, right? Now let me ask you, how are you feeling toward Katie's husband right now? Are you angry with him? Are you frustrated? Right? Are you having thoughts like, he should have been there. They haven't had a date in forever. He's He was wrong. He totally should have been there. Yeah, you're probably feeling angry with him too, like me. So keep that in mind. And let's keep going here on the story, okay? So I asked Katie a few questions more. I asked her, was her husband usually disrespectful? And does she really think that he doesn't care about her feelings? Like, dig down. Like, do you really think that? And then... Is there any chance at all of there being a reasonable explanation for her husband thinking it was okay to come home late for the date? So those are questions to help her think on a different level than she was already thinking to get more information. So here's what she came up with. She had to think for a minute, but then she surprised me and she said, well, he hardly ever does anything fun like that. It's not a normal thing. And I know that he really enjoyed it because he was sending me pictures throughout the day. He was excited. And also he was able to hang out with some old friends that he doesn't get to see very often. And so I know he really liked that. So let me ask you, how are you feeling toward Katie's husband now after hearing those thoughts from Katie? Did they soften your feelings at all more toward him? Does it give you a little bit more understanding and compassion of the situation? Well, they softened Katie's feelings. They allowed her to put herself in his shoes and they gave her some compassion and understanding for the man that she loves. And so then next I asked her, do you really think he doesn't care about you? And her reply I think is something we all need to remember. So powerful. She said, I'm still really disappointed that our date night got ruined. 
but I know he loves me and I know he needed that fun time with his friends. Wow, you guys, like that's a huge turnaround from just a few minutes of talking about it and examining her thoughts and feelings. And I want you to notice that she's still disappointed and that's okay, but she sees it from a point of compassion now, right? And so she's able to look at this and see that even though his actions made it look like he didn't care about her, during our coaching session, by examining her thoughts, she was able to see otherwise and to choose to believe otherwise. And it really is a choice. We can choose to believe that he was completely and totally wrong and insensitive, or we can choose to believe that he was trying his best and that he probably is legitimately sorry for what happened. So in this way, Katie was able to choose peace over anger and happiness over sadness. And I think that's important because when now we mentioned she's still disappointed, right? Like she said, she's still disappointed. But the difference in choosing these more positive explanations or positive possible explanations and looking at the other side is that she can come to a conversation with her husband about this and share her feelings from a peaceful state. Because normally what happens with many of us, right, is that we come to our husbands from the state of anger and then they immediately get defensive and now we're in a fight and nothing is resolved, right? And so Katie is going to nip that in the bud. She's not going to allow that to happen by going to him from this state of compassion. They can have a conversation. She can share her feelings and he can apologize. And then this can actually work to bring them closer together in their relationship. It can be a bonding opportunity instead of one that drives them apart, right? It's going to allow and open up for better communication. And I think we can all look for opportunities to do the same in our marriages too. So this tool of managing our mind, it's essentially helping us look for the best possible explanation of our spouses instead of the worst. And that's something that our minds kind of tend to automatically gravitate toward the negative instead of the positive. And so just knowing that we have the ability to say, hold up, let's look at this a little more closely before we get too angry and out of control, right? And so it's a very powerful tool. And when we'll use it, we're going to be able to see so much better all of the signs of love from our spouse that has always been there all along. And the key is really just slowing down to manage our minds. And I do want to encourage you that I think God tells us as well that this is an important tool. We're in 2 Corinthians 10, 5 to take every thought captive, right? So when you have a negative thought, taking it captive and seeing what's the real truth here. And so I have a simple action step for you to take because this might make intellectual sense to you, but it really is better to put it into practice. And so your simple action step, the next time you have a negative feeling about something your husband does or says or doesn't do, sit down and write out all of your thoughts about it. And then find one thought of the many that you wrote down, the one that's causing you the most pain. And then I want you to try to put yourself in your husband's shoes 
and look for the best possible explanation instead of the worst. And see if you can find a new thought to think instead that will allow you to approach the situation from a place of compassion and understanding. It is so powerful, but I do know that it's easier said than done. So if you would like to know more about how I can help you manage your mind and your marriage, please reach out to me for a complimentary discovery call. I would love to guide you. We can talk about what the struggle is, where you see your marriage and where you really want to be, what's holding you back, and come up with a plan for getting you where you want to go. Okay, so that's all I have for you today. Don't forget to join the Proverbs 31 by Design community on Facebook. And also go to my website and download my free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. And hey, if you love this podcast, would you mind going over to iTunes and rating it for me? I love seeing those five-star ratings and I'm so grateful for it, you guys, because it will help other women know that this podcast might be worth their listen. It might be their cup of tea and something that really helps them. So thank you so much for the time that it would take you to do that. And I will see you next week.